0: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Good risings. I'm Liz Earnshaw, and this is Hash It Out. I'm joined here today with my friend and my colleague, Lindsay Bauer. We are both licensed marriage and family therapists, so we are therapists that help people with their relationships. And Lindsay specializes in supporting individuals and couples when they are struggling with infertility. And Lindsay is also struggling with this same issue right now in her own personal life. So she brings with her a lot of clinical knowledge, information about how this shows up for the people she's worked with. And she also brings with her her personal experiences, which I think is really important when we're looking at topics that are so sensitive. Mm -hmm. And so Lindsay has been answering questions with us all week. And a lot of the questions we've been going through have started by talking about infertility and the specifics of that, some questions that listeners have had. And we've also really, I think, done a great job of kind of tying it into other big stressors that individuals and couples might face and these nuggets that people can take away from them regardless of if they completely relate to this issue or not. And even if
1: they're the friend, right, even if they're the, the loved one who wants to offer support but doesn't know how or they don't quite understand how to offer the right support.
0: Absolutely. I think that's actually been something really important about these episodes is If you are the one who is not struggling, listening and kind of hearing behind the scenes Mm -hmm. and learning a little bit about how you can support those you love is so important. And just a quick disclaimer, we are talking about topics like infertility or pregnancy loss. So if this is a topic that you don't feel like you currently can listen to, completely fine. You can always come back to it when you're ready for it. These episodes will be here. But I did just want to give that Little disclaimer before we hop into the questions today. All right. So, Lindsay, are you ready to hear our listener question today? Absolutely. How can I respond to people who tell me just to adopt? I know that adoption is a really good option for some people, but I still want to try to go through a pregnancy and I feel like they just don't get it.
1: Most likely they really do not get it. So, when somebody offers this, suggestion to me it signals that they're not going through the struggle that you're going through and let's say they have they still haven't walked in your exact shoes so you have a right to say this is my journey i think that that's really important and i tell my clients this it's really important that you trust your journey you trust what you and your partner have decided is best for you number one Number two, my question always is, how much do you want to explain to them? Do you want to sit them down, have coffee or dinner and say, listen, I kind of want to go over what I've been Researching or the information that my partner and I have gathered about adoption, about IVF, about IUI. Here's what my insurance covers. Here's what my doctors recommend. And if you want to share that, that could actually be really helpful for
0: the people who want to be a part of this journey with you, but they just don't know how. So it sounds like it's really important to decide how much energy you want to put into it and also who the person is and what relationship you have with them. And I'm also thinking what you know about them. So mm. it might be like a very best friend mm-hmm. and you still might decide that that person in particular is not the person you're going to go to anymore. Mm-hmm. Not because you hate them, not because they're a terrible person, but because you recognize who they are as a person mm-hmm. and you recognize Let's just say maybe this is a friend who is super solution-oriented and you just know that about them and their solutions don't feel helpful. So it's kind of actually, it's like reading who these people are in your life and whether or not they can give you the responses that you need.
1: Absolutely. Or maybe you've even tried with someone. I mean, personally, there's been an individual in my life that I have said, all these things that I recommend to say. And it still feels like they're bulldozing over my boundaries or toxic positivity, you know, like, okay, just, you know, I think if you just relax, it'll happen for you. Oh, okay. So in those situations, I draw hard lines. My own therapist has suggested, don't respond, right? Do you have to have the last text? Do you have to answer a text? or a phone call? And the answer is no. Giving yourself some grace to really go through this journey doesn't mean that it's lasting forever, right? Does not mean that this will never be a friend again. It does
0: not mean that the relationship is ruined. Would you say that when people are hearing things like, why don't you just adopt? Isn't there something else that would fulfill you or I loved that example you gave. I mean, I love hate it because I don't like that you heard it, but it's a really good example of, I think if you just start to relax, it's going to happen for you. Like if only that was the solution to all of life's problems, (laughs) that'd be pretty great great? just relax. (laughs) (laughs) But you said two things that I'm wondering if you could describe a little bit more in case people don't know what they are, Mm -hmm. that that usually comes down to toxic positivity Mm or boundary violations. And so I just wanted to kind of loop back into that, which is if we're hearing things from people when we're having a really difficult time, in this case, we are struggling to get pregnant, really want to, it's not happening. And we say to somebody, I'm having a tough time. And they say, why do you keep doing this to yourself? Why don't you just adopt? Mm -hmm. Don't you just want a healthy kid? Won't that do that for you? Or... Why don't you stop this process? It's just exhausting for your body. And I think if you just stop thinking about it, it'll happen for you. When people say this stuff to us, and they say Mm -hmm. it in other areas too, you know, Mm -hmm. you want to find love and people will say things like, stop looking and you'll find it when you least expect it. (laughs) Right. I think it's really important to describe like what you meant by toxic positivity. So what does that mean? So
1: toxic positivity are positive vibes only be happy. It's one of the like basic ones. But the person who's giving the toxic positivity is attempting to ease pain. They're attempting to make life easier, right? However, life is hard. Life isn't always pleasant. It's not always a walk in the park. There's tragedy. Our dreams don't always come true. And when somebody pushes that type of positivity, it's dismissing what we're actually going through. And it's basically kind of saying like, you know, if, some, if you're in like group therapy or in a group setting and someone's crying and you quickly give them a tissue, that's a form of toxic positivity. It's kind of suggesting like, oh, clean up. And that's not the intent. Nobody is saying like, I, I really like, don't want you around me with your pain, but deeply I think it, it
0: causes them discomfort So they try to bring in positivity or ease. I think you gave some great examples, like when people are going through a tough time and someone just says, just smile, be happy. Mm -hmm. Why don't you just do X, Y, and Z, it'll all be okay. They're trying to paint the issue with a broad stroke that if the person just did this fairly simplistic thing, Mm -hmm. they just adopted, which is not simplistic by the way, Lindsay (laughs) knows that my husband and I are going through that process right now, but that, all of these problems would would be over. You wouldn't have to feel pain anymore. And like you said, it's often because they don't know how to sit in that pain. Mm -hmm. And so for the person receiving the toxic positivity, Mm -hmm. learning how to redirect it can be really powerful. Sometimes it's doing what Lindsay's therapist said, which is just to like not respond. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it might look like saying, hey, you know, I know you mean well. Mm -hmm. I know that you're having a hard time seeing me upset. And I can't just be happy. Like Mm -hmm. I just can't, I can't just smile. This is really, really upsetting to me. Or for the listener's question, adoption doesn't feel like an option for us right now. That's Mm -hmm. not something that's gonna make this pain go away. And so you might respond, sometimes you might not. For the person offering the toxic positivity, we've all done it. I actually remember a time where you were really upset at Ikea. Do you remember this? I said, Lindsay, just smile. (laughs) I don't remember. That's at Ikea, huh? At Ikea. I remember. (laughs) And you turned to me and you said, I am upset. I am not going to just smile. (laughs) That's me. Yep. (laughs) That was a great response. You know, obviously I remembered it. And obviously... As a person offering some toxic positivity, Mm -hmm. I still remember that. So, if you are someone who's done it, it's not to shame you. Mm -hmm. I'm a therapist and I've done it. Lindsay's my friend and I did it to her. It just kind of came out. Mm -hmm. But really trying to pay attention if your friend or your partner is going through a tough time, how can you just try to be? even just neutral with them, instead of having to throw all of these solutions and like positive mantras and all of that, that is going to make them feel kind of unseen or frustrated.
1: Right, I recommend just being curious. Well, what is that like for you? Mm -hmm. Even if you are the person who suggested adoption, going back to the question, maybe asking instead, have you thought about adoption? Not you should, or why have you and your partner landed on blank? What are other options that you guys have looked at? What's this been like for you? Mm-hmm. So, curiosity and more about questions about how the person's feeling and what their experience is like rather than this works, do this, it'll be better.
0: Yeah, and I think that. Going back to that question, we have addressed both sides of the coin. The person asking it was the person experiencing it. So they were wondering like, what do I do if people just keep telling me to do this thing that I'm just, that's not where I'm at. That's not the thing that my heart wants. And some of the suggestions that Lindsay gave and that we just talked about were set boundaries in a way that makes sense for the relationship. So if this is a person you're really close to, it might be sitting down with them for lunch and letting them know how you've been feeling about what they've been saying and asking them to engage a little bit differently. It's also to figure out what you're gonna do with the toxic positivity that you experience. So someone says that, do you just ignore it? Do you let them know that that feels like they're just kind of trying to brush it under the carpet and ignore what you're actually going through. But we also addressed the other end, which is for whoever is experiencing something like this, As the friend, you can really do a lot by paying attention to boundaries. Mm -hmm. So being curious about what that person does and doesn't wanna talk about, what that person is okay exploring and not exploring. Mm -hmm. You can do a lot of good by avoiding toxic positivity, which does not mean becoming toxically negative, but it does (laughs) mean being able to maybe sit in a more neutral space and validate what your friend is going through. And then lastly, to use curiosity instead of throwing suggestions. So instead of saying something like, you should just adopt, maybe asking your friend, well, what else has come up for the two of you? Have you thought of some other ideas that you wanna do here? Or are you still really thinking that this is the right direction for you? Just being open to hearing what they've thought through. So avoid toxic positivity, respect boundaries, and show curiosity. And those three things are gonna make you a really good friend.
1: The piece about being that good friend, right? Whatever you decide, I'm here for you. It's simple, it's
0: beautiful, and it's
1: what we would love to hear when we're struggling through this.
0: Beautiful, whatever you decide, I'm here for you. I'm Liz Earnshaw, and you can find me at Liz Listens. Thank you for listening to Good Risings. If you enjoy this podcast, please, please, please let us know by leaving a review. We love hearing from you. Until next time, love on your loved ones. And when that gets hard, tune in to me to Hash It Out. Good Risings is presented by Cavalry Audio. Sick of being upsold at gyms.